Lunchtime Live on News Talk. Thanks to Video Doc. See a GP online anytime for prescriptions and sick notes. Download the Video Doc app. Videodoc.ie. This is Kira, and this is a Lunchtime Live podcast from News Talk. If you like what you hear, don't forget that you can subscribe via the app or on iTunes and make sure to check us out at newstalk.com forward slash lunchtime live. Thanks for listening. Moving on to something else. Somebody, one of our listeners sent us an email. I'm going to read it to you and you're going to tell me what you think about this, okay? Orla got on to us and she said, Hi Kira. I was just wondering if you could talk about the Scouts abuse cases. I have a son who is in Scouts and we like it and is due to go on a scouting trip for two nights this summer. I'm wondering, do your listeners think I should let him go? Now, I think that's a really interesting question because we've been we put it out there already and loads of people are saying yes, yes, yes. And the Scouts are a very popular organisation and people believe the Scouts to be wholesome and a good thing to do and you're outdoors and you're climbing trees and you're putting up tents and you're you're doing activities and the you know it's it's there's something good about the scouts and people like it but having said that we know that there has been historical cases of abuse in the scouts and we know that Tusla has said that currently they think the scouts should consider whether or not they should be doing overnight trips till till everything is sorted out by way of procedures and and those types of things. They're not suggesting there's an issue at the moment, but they're talking about getting the procedures and the ducks in a row. So would you let your, 5316, would you let your child currently go on a scouting trip overnight? We talked about Michael Jackson yesterday about um, parents who let their kids stay with Michael Jackson and parents are quite trusting. They, they, they don't expect people to, to abuse their children and, and when they do it is, it is devastating and I imagine the risk of, of somebody abusing your children irrespective of where you let them go overnight is low but, but what do parents do? You know, what do and, and, and is it very hard if you're in Scouts or if you're a Scout leader is it very hard to hear the organisation maybe that you have been in all your life that you feel very positively about and know in your experience to be good and have loads of good things about it is it very hard to even hear this conversation being had should kids be allowed go scouting what do you think um, lots of people are are texting in about it Maria says scouting is a wonderful organisation I would have no qualms at all about having my children involved the parents and the children of Ireland would be better served if Catherine Zapone uh focused on Tusla's myriad of shortcomings exposed during the Morris McCabe saga. Well, that's a, a, a sort of a side issue or a different a, a different issue. And someone else says the thing about scouting is that people and parents need to get more involved. Scouting is a very good activity, and but it needs parents to take a step forward and contribute in many ways. This will help. I think that's probably true. And, and, and all those things are important. But Helen, one of our listeners, is on the line. And uh, Helen, what's your view about uh, like this? This person who's contacted us, Orla, she's genuine. She doesn't know what to do. She sees scouting as good. She thinks it would be good for her kids. But she's kind of going, am I doing the right thing? What, what do you think? Should she let her kids go? Hi, Kira. Yeah, um, I have an eight-year-old son who's in Beavers, and this is his second year in Beavers. Um, and as regards the uh, the email the lady sent in, if her son is in Scouts and he's going for a two-night trip, he should have uh, like leading up to that. The Beavers first have sleepovers in the den, yeah, or they do one night away first. Like they do, like a couple of years warming up before they would go on a two... A two-nighter night away someplace. Away. So, like, because, you know, it's very daunting for a child to stay yeah. away from their parents initially, their first night away anyway. um, So, 
in my son's experience, they had a sleepover in the den first. Uh-huh. And they all sleep in the same place together, all the kids, and all the leaders are in a different section of the same room. There's lots of leaders there. Um, they all have their sleeping mags, and it's a great night. They watch the movie and everything like that. Um, and the parents are told to be ready for a phone call if any kid if any child gets upset like or struggles or so, all that um, and, and that's a good six months after they even join yeah. you know they know all the other kids they've gotten to know the leaders and the parents have gotten to know the leaders okay but also most of the leaders are other parents and yeah. they have their children in their the group as well so um, there is kind of like a warming up to it. It's not that you, your child just joins Scouts and straight away you send them off with strangers. I, I think, though, that's not really what she's concerned about. It's not that the child would be crying or be scared. It's it's to do with, I mean, what somebody has said, for example, one of our texters, no overnights should be happening in Scouts until all the guidelines and procedures are in place. All current leaders need to be vetted every few years. People yeah. change and we as parents wish to feel confident in leaving our kids. I know and appreciate great leaders that are in Scouts, yeah. but it is better to have the guidelines fully implemented before allowing overnights. And that's from a Claire parent who has kids in the Scouts. I don't think they're worried about the kids being you know, encouraged yeah, to go I mean beyond their own levels they, of comfort. They're worried about there not being correct procedures in place for child protection. Yeah, well, I mean, the, the leaders the, that my son have, they are vetted and they have to do courses before they can become leaders as well. So. Yeah. Do you have any qualms? Because literally the Minister for Children, her 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 office and Tusla have said that that perhaps the Scouts are not in a position to offer overnights at the moment because the procedures are not fully in yeah. place. Do you, do, are you, that you, do you see what we're saying? We're saying that, that, that no, I the powers that um, be have said perhaps parents shouldn't go with the overnights. Uh, you, you're I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have an issue sending my son because I have gotten to know the leaders myself. He knows the leaders and all, the procedures they do have in place, like there's, if they normally stay in a hostel, there's five kids in each room. There's male, female leaders. There's never just one leader on his own yeah. or her own with children. You know, well, um, what we do know is, and, and I'm not count, casting any aspersions on scouts or scout leaders because I, I actually think, and my I've had kids, I don't have any at the moment in scouts, but that's nothing to do with this. They just don't. But I've had mm. kids in the past in the scouts who have gone away on overnights as well. So so I, I, I have done this my, myself with the kids, you know, as in I haven't yeah. gone away as a leader, but I, I've I've had kids who, who've headed off with no with no bad outcome and, and everyone happy and all that. But we we do know for example, Helen, that 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 kids have had issues in the past on scouting trips because yeah. that's what we're dealing with, the fallout from it at the minute. And we do know that there obviously was access on those yeah. scouting trips to those kids where it wasn't all above board and where it, it, it was. Do you, do you know what I mean? So, yeah, I think unfortunately, you know, that's, you know, yeah, unfortunately, that's can always happen. Um, yeah, but so you know, okay. um, all right. Look, thank but, you, thank um, you for, thank you for that, Helen, and thank you for for getting in touch. Let us know what you think. Five three one zero six. It's a hot issue for people because we're coming up into the summer and we're coming up into those scouting trips. You've heard what what has been said. Five three one zero six. What would you do? Orla, 
who is worried about sending her kids on an overnight scouting trip. Uh, and one of our uh, listeners is on the line. David, you have been a leader in the Scouts for the past two years. What do you think? Can you understand, first of all, Orla's concerns? She doesn't know what to do. And she's heard in the in the papers that maybe she's supposed to not send her kids now on scouting trips. What's going on within scouting? Can you reassure her in any way? Um, well, I suppose I, I can just, uh, first of all, Happy International Women's Day ah, to yourself, thank you. to and, all the women. And to you, although you're not a woman, but why not? <laughs> exactly. Um, listen, I, I, I think it's down to every parent yeah. uh, to, to look after their own children uh, if you do have concerns. Like my experience of, of Scouting Ireland is, I suppose, very positive. We've, you know, I've gone on a couple of weekends away training, uh, doing different leadership courses. Uh, found they're very strict with uh, Garda Vetting and so on. But... You know, can I vote? I'm down in Cork. Can I vote for somebody in some other county or some other troop somewhere that they're as uh, as tight about things like that? Or you know, I can't really. You know, yeah. Um, I have met people from other troops and uh, uh, different counties, and again, they're all like myself. They're all kind of middle aged parents who want to kind of do excursions with their kids, and you know, yeah. and uh, try and give the the kids a good time. You know, um, but uh, I, I'm involved in a few organisations and I've been invested a few times, but I've never come across a parent who's asked us, are we guard vetted or asked the club, are they guard vetted Do you mind me asking you, are you guard vetted Like, is is yeah. that the case? So you are? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm guard vetted now through uh, Coder Dojo. I'm involved in rugby. Um, so you do Irish lots of stuff for, for your kids? Yeah. yeah. So that's kind of my thing, you know. Yeah. We're, we're just kind of involved in sports and uh, activities and stuff. Um, but, yeah, I, I find they're all kind of, after getting stricter, certainly in the last few years. Um, now, th- sometimes it's you could be waiting a while to get your guard of hitting back. Yeah, I do think true. there needs to be uh, good resources in that. Uh, like, I, I won't say one organisation I've, I've sent, you know, I was waiting like six months to get my uh, guard of vetting back and again you're you're kind of waiting to start coaching then but I do find most of the organisations are on top of things but I, I just tell parents just be just ask are are these people vetted what can, can I do? ask you David in, in, and I'm not trying to put you on the spot because I really do appreciate yep. you coming on because people are concerned um, yep. Is it the case, right, in your den or, or what have you, yeah. you're all vetted and you're, you're, you know, you're probably adhering to all the good stuff and all the good guidelines and, and everybody's yeah. everybody's there for the same reason to, to facilitate the kids in having a great time and a bit of an adventure and, 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 the, and the things that people respect Scouts for. But does that come from the top down? Does Scouting Ireland tell you to behave in this way or is that just how your den is run? Because if the problem is, is that Scouting Ireland doesn't insist on these procedures, well, then it's possible that in other dens around the country they're not run and that doesn't mean that they're anything wrong with them either but just means that they aren't run maybe as rigorously or as strictly in terms of guidelines yeah. as perhaps well, they could be. Definitely definitely coming from uh, top down it's excellent. Okay. The, the whole the whole like and we're part of a big troop now as well yeah. so we've like lots and lots of kind of people and we're living in a very kind of middle class So you area feel top down it's it's the the impetus is there. Yeah, the, oh, the expectation is there that things will be run in a really strict way. Absolutely, and the same. A lot a lot of organisations involved with uh, I refuge. All the all the top quality, 
you know, it's all top quality training, yeah. top quality uh, advice, top quality procedures. Um, but the breakdown could be, you know, maybe someone's there for the last 20 years, maybe, you know, who's who's the link between can, parents? Can, can I ask you, as somebody who is a leader, right, and, yeah. and who's involved in this and clearly motivated, you know, you're doing loads of things with your kid, the Kodo yeah. Dojo, and you're doing loads, there or, or IRFU, all of the good stuff. Mm-hmm. As somebody who's doing that, can you then understand or explain to those of us who don't know why Tusla has come out and said things like, well, I don't think they should be doing overnights at the moment because it's not all uh, the, the, it's not all organised the way it's supposed to be organised. If you're saying from the top down, you're getting these diktats saying behave in this manner, make sure your guard are vetted, make sure that all your you know I's are, are dotted and your T's are crossed. Can you can you explain then why this sort of language has been used from Tusla, this language of concern? Uh, well, or do you, are, 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 are scout leaders scratching their heads, going they can't understand it? Well, we're we're watching the news like everybody else, I suppose. Uh, and I do have, you know, we do have concerns. Uh, like we're we're reading the the papers like uh, like everybody else. Um, my our experience of it, like I don't have worries at our local level. Yeah. Like, and we are going away in two weeks with uh, uh, with our troop. We're going to go out hiking for the day and we're going to bring them away to uh, You'll the camp local... somewhere. Yeah, yeah, camp somewhere in a, lo- in a local kind of hospital uh, situation. Yeah. And that's not going to stop us doing that. Uh, so can you but... see no reason at all why Tusla, for example, said, well, maybe they need to suspend overnights for a while? Can Is it a mystery? It's a mystery to me. Yeah. But... You know, I'm sure maybe Tusla can come out with information. Like, I'm, I'm not going to, you know, I'm sure there's very professional people involved in Tusla and yeah. uh, they have their reasons. So yeah. I'm, not, I'm not going to... No, but pick, well, I, I, know. I'm not fishing or trying to trick you yeah. or anything. I'm going, does anyone know why this has been said if, if everything has been adhered to? Do we un, do we know where this is coming from, these... these? I don't know. Like, everything I've read, um, and again, I... You know, just just from reading newspapers and that, it, it, this do seem to be historical cases. Yeah. But maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there's live cases. Maybe maybe they do have a reason. We've heard nothing certainly in the news of live cases. It's all been historical. But, it's but all but, kind but, of historical but, stuff. But there is. Did, they seem yeah. to be implying that not not that there's live cases, but that procedures are not robust at the moment in the way that they should be. And uh, you know, there, there's there's currently I think something like thirty alleged victims preparing to take legal action. Yeah. Uh, we've heard that from solicitors who have contacted the show. But but I think largely what we are talking about is, is historical. But I I, I suppose yeah. procedures need to be in place too. But look. Thank you, David. And and I, I think we will be the poorer and our kids' childhoods will be the poorer if, so. if they can't go scouting because I think it's a good thing. But yeah. equally, I, I suppose, rigorous procedures well, need to be... Parents are responsible for their children and if they think something's not right, you know, they have, they have to make the call, certainly. Yeah. Look, thank you for getting in touch and I do appreciate it. And I, and I know the vast majority of scout leaders are parents who are completely devoted to their kids who really only want to facilitate them in having, as I said, a little adventure in a safe environment, which is very positive for kids. It's a tricky one. Um, tons of people getting involved. Some says, Kira, I'm a scout leader and a parent. I moved up from Beavers with my child. I also have a child in the scouts. And all I can say is that in our den, all of the procedures that Sapone has talked about regarding overnights have been in place for years and years. I can't speak for other dens, but that's where we're at. Someone else says, I think it'd be awful if overnight trips were cancelled in Scouting Ireland. I have three adult children who were very much involved in scouts from Beavers to Venturers. They learned so many life skills, which they used when they travelled the world. 
I became a leader like lots of other parents and my advice is to parents is to get to know your children's scout leaders. Uh, Peter says many years ago I'm now 63 I was a boy scout and I went on camping trips and they were among the best memories I have of my childhood. Yes we need checks and balances to deal with those who lead the trips but I believe there are they are there already. Do not deny a young person the amazing fun that can be experienced because of paranoia uh, and lots more in that vein of people supporting the scouts I think people do not want to think ill of the Scouts and that's entirely reasonable. But equally, people are texting and saying that they were in the Scouts when they were young and that they were victims of abuse. And I suppose you can be a victim of abuse anywhere, can't you? And and that's true. We do need procedures in place, child protection procedures in, in place anywhere children are. There's no two ways about it. Michal, you are in the Scouts. You're in the Scouts for the last seven years and you train the leaders. What's your view on all of this? Does it kill you to hear us talking about the Scouts in this way? It it does and it doesn't, Kira, because the fact that the Scouts have been talked about this way is because of child safety. Yeah. And all of the people involved, anybody that I'm aware of in Scouts, um, they're in it for children's benefit. Yeah. So where 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 there's an issue of child safety, whether it's in Scouts or whether it's somewhere else, um, Scout leaders will be concerned. So it, on the one hand, um, an organisation that I'm very involved with and uh, has very very strict procedures, and and I'm I'm part of I'm part of enforcing that. Yeah. Uh, it's very concerning to hear it being discussed in a way that's so kind of so kind of vague. Like as scout leaders, we keep hearing, you know, that there's concern, Tusla has concerns. Well, that's all any of us have heard. We yeah. haven't heard anything <laughs> more more detailed than that, really. Yeah, yeah and, and, that's, and that's the difficulty for us because when we're looking at our procedures and uh, like you're the whole time looking sideways and making sure that everything is being followed correctly. Um, it, it's very hard to understand then how you can have the minister standing up in the doyle saying, I urgently need to tell parents this because they should know without actually telling them anything. So my part of my role is as as a volunteer in a local group um yeah. is to is to get parents involved and then follow through the whole procedure with them whereby we meet with them first we assess get an initial feel for what we think of the person and whether we think they might be suitable then they go and do uh, there's an evening course and an online course they have to do then it's into the guard of vetting, so they have to go through the process of guard of vetting. I follow up on two referees of theirs, speak to them, find out a little bit more. If there's the slightest flag being raised, uh, everything gets called to a halt. And then at that point, once the vetting and everything is true, at that point they're ready to go away and do a weekend training. And then, and only then, can they can they start working with the kids in any way at all. So, so you have quite a lot of, dare I say it, checks and balances. It's not just guard vetting. You ask for references, you, you suss them out, you bring them away and try and assess if you think they'd be suitable. Are many, you see, this, this sounds good, it sounds really good, but are many people turned down? Are any, is anyone turned down? Uh, yes, okay. I, I have experience of turning people down, yes. Well, that's good to I know. Because it's not there's no there's no point in having a procedure if you're only going to use yes. it as a kind of a box ticking exercise, and all all these procedures, as your previous caller said, all these procedures are are top down. This isn't what we've come up with ourselves locally in our group in Tremor. This is what we have to do. This is the, the this is the book that we're following, and everybody has to do that. And we have to and we notify through to Scouting Ireland. Then 
it up in Larch Hill uh-huh. and let them know, and they do their own little checks. So it's 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 not it's not a case that sort of if somebody turns up willing to help, that oh God, we'd be delighted of the help. Yeah, we'll we'll do without help rather than take rather the wrong than person. The wrong well, that, that's in. kind of proper order, and I think I think parents would be pleased to hear that to be honest I don't think people want to think you're scraping the barrel getting oh, exactly. any old person in do you know what I mean no and look thank you and, and can I just say thank you because you're the second scout leader to come on and it cannot be easy and I know and I think we have to say you have to have a bit of balance the vast majority of volunteers in this country volunteer for only one reason for the good of the people that they're volunteering to help they volunteer for the good of the kids have there been people who have abused their position? Yes, in all Absolutely, walks of life. Yes. And, and we need to we need to be keeping our eye out for those people. And we all need to do that as a community and to maybe be sceptical sometimes. But I do recognise the value in scouting for people. And I, 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 I think it's a shame we have to talk like this. And, and, and I do appreciate you coming on, Michal. Thank you. Thank you for that indeed. Uh, loads of reaction. We're going to take a little break, but loads of reaction coming in on the stingy in-laws. Are your in-laws stingy? 53106. Uh, what did you do about it? Did you have a way of, of dealing with them that might help uh, our listener that was looking for advice? Let us know.